Then Ladies still and young. gentlemen. Oh, sorry. Yes, it is. God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is, I, man, man. I, I, I take a week off and then I'm just fucking everything I lo- up. I love how completely unprofessional the distraction hole is. Speaking <laughs> of, welcome. You've fallen into the distraction hole. I'm your host this week, Kevin. Optimus Prime is my co-pilot. With me this week are Magical Mike. Mike, how are you doing? I'm okay. Um, yeah, I'm a meat popsicle, so I'm okay. Awesome. And we've got <clears throat> Dapper David. David, how are you? I am okay. Wow. We are some okay fucks. You know, it, that's not a bad thing, though. Like, it's no, better I to mean, just be okay than to... I'd rather, I'd rather hear okay <clears throat> than, oh, I pray for the sweet release of death. Yeah, I mean, my skin's growing back. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah, again, we're still on the skin growing back thing. If you don't know (laughs) what we're talking about, listen to the latest episode of Supernatural Selection. Again, David is a victim of his own own private Dr. Pitbull Popper. Mm -hmm. So, guys, it's been a week. Or two. It's been two weeks. Actually, it's been more than that. It's a distraction hole. That's true. It's been a while. It's been been three weeks. Sorry. It's been. So, uh, we've been distracting ourselves for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to... What I've been doing is I've been distracting myself with podcasts. Oh. And I'd like to talk about that a bit. Okay. Now, it's no stretch uh, to say that I think you and me both, David, took a lot of inspiration from uh, last podcast on the left. Oh, yeah. yeah. And th- they're kind of going through a thing right now. Yeah. Yeah, they have uh, had to part ways with one Benjamin Grant Kissel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns out Ben is way problematic. Mm. And, David, I know you haven't been listening since <clears throat> we started the, the, the Supernat pod. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you that... Listening with Ed Larson in Ben's place, it's like it's magical again. Yeah, I've always loved Ed. Ed, um, especially back in the Roundtable of Gentlemen days. Oh my god, yeah, no. It's kind of like the Roundtable of Gentlemen, and it's also like back when Ben would listen to what Marcus and Henry were saying. Mm. Well, you know, Ed Ed is kind of, um, you know, not to be reductivist, but he's kind of like a blend if you took Henry and put him in the body of Ben. He is, and he's also, uh, his cousin is Jeffrey Ross, mm-hmm. the comedian and the guy from all the... Uh, roasts. Yes, from all the Comedy Central roasts. Mike, you remember Jeff Ross, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, this Ed Larson's his cousin, and he writes oh, wow. for him. Hmm. And uh, he worked on, like, his TV show for a while. They're both big on roasting, and, like, in one of his first episodes on the show, he actually... Uh, while ribbing on Henry goes, how are things at the Lollipop Guild? And I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> so it's it's like the podcast has come back alive. Yeah, I I do intend to like listen eventually. It's just ever since we started doing this like seriously, um, which I don't know when we kind of started doing it seriously. I just I've tried to like limit myself to other from other mm-hmm. podcasts that might influence things. Like just now um, we did a episode on like the electric universe and yeah. the Saturn death cult. Uh, mm-hmm. Another podcast slash YouTube channel, which will not be named. 
Um, mm. You know the one I'm talking about. I um, do. They just he just literally covered the same subject. We are on the fucking edge of the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, you know, th- that's why I've kind of dialed back from that stuff. Now I get no. my supernatural fix from uh, shitty documentaries on Pluto TV. I mean, it makes sense because you know you just don't want to end up even subliminally copying someone. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it happens. Well, I listen to it still, but it amazes me because I'll be like, hey, we just did that one like two weeks ago on last podcast. Yeah, didn't didn't we do um, La Llorona and then like a couple weeks later, last podcast covered it? And then we did Mothman and the very next week they did, uh, well, we did a redux of Mothman mm-hmm. and then the very next week they did a redux of Mothman. Yeah, I can't, I e- I can't even going. tell you what they're doing right now on last podcast. That's like how it's I, serial. How yeah, they're doing serial killer. Right? Uh, they're they're doing the the guy that killed uh, Versace. Oh, Cunanan. Uh, yeah, or his ki- Yeah, uh, uh, Henry keeps calling him Cunanny. Uh, oh, that, a, that's perfect. A, I love that. Yeah, as a reference to uh, uh, Steven Seagal's mm-hmm. uh, blues album where he sings with a Jamaican accent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about loving the Poonanny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was QAnon. Oh, God. Right. Jesus. I, I really, I, uh, no. But, so I've been listening to that, but I also have discovered this great podcast through a friend of ours. Uh, it's called The Greatest Generation. Mm-hmm. And it is not about World War II. It is about, it is a rewatch podcast of Star Trek The Next Generation and <laughs> eventually the rest of the shows. And it is really fucking amusing. There's a lot of in-jokes. There's, oh my God. Uh, there's this long-running reference to Picard grooming Wesley. <laughs> and uh, it's, and they've got this, every time they mention Wesley, there's this sting with Picard going, the boy, and then it plays, <laughs> and other people going, young Wesley. Wesley. And then like his... And then you hear uh, Beverly go, "My son." No, no, it's uh, it's Baker Street, right? Yeah, Baker Street's the song mm. they use. Well, but he, then, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. Not careless no, whisper. No, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say <clears throat> the way Beverly goes, "My son." It sounds like something from one of those uh, Pornhub videos that makes you question the American family. <laughs> oh, I'm stuck in the washing machine again. Yeah. Oh, step ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know. Um, since since you broached the topic of podcasts and stuff, uh, Mike, are there any podcasts that you've been listening to? I so when I did like night security and stuff, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I introduced Kevin to the F Plus. Oh, and, and I love the F Plus, and uh, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And there was there was a few like uh, the tested Adam Savage's tested podcast mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I really. You know, since I don't have a whole lot of time to kill like that mm-hmm. anymore, I just don't like yeah. if I'm if I'm uh, unable to go to sleep. There's a couple of podcasts that I will put on. Well, like which that, ones? <clears throat> so um, mostly it'll be. Uh, oh, what's the name of that one? Oh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. No, <laughs> no God, no. It's. Um, Knowledge fight. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. The the uh, yeah the Info Wars, Info Wars show. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's 
interesting enough to listen to but not so interesting i want to stay awake and listen to it <laughs> yeah no no i get yeah. you i get you and the tested podcast was the same way was it's just you know people talking about something that i can mm-hmm. half listen to and just fall asleep because if it's a funny podcast i'm gonna laugh mm-hmm. and that's gonna wake me up um so it's got to be interesting yet slightly boring yeah no i i get you that's why i put on um the Bob Ross channel whenever I want to fall asleep. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. But, yeah. Sometimes when I'm doing something monotonous at work lately, though, I have uh, listened to uh, Adam Conover's podcast. Mm, now, what is podcast. that? Um, you know, remember Adam from Adam Ruins Everything? Oh yeah, that guy. Hey, <laughs> no, no, it's guy. fine. It's but, fine. yeah, no, he he's, he he definitely plays he a, up the character a little bit. Isn't yeah. that on Maximum Fun? Uh, no, it's a uh, Headgum. Okay, okay. I know uh, Adam Ruins Everything used oh. to be on... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, ma- yeah, that... Maximum Fun. You know, it was on, you know... He had a fun? show on Comedy Central. Yeah, it was... But... It was... No, I thought it was, like, on HBO or something. No, like uh, Adam Ruins Everything, that was on uh, True TV, I think. Uh, well, I think it, it probably it was, bounced around. Yeah, You're both like wrong. Small... It was on Oprah's network. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, no, and... He, he he does some interesting topics yeah. like you know he has like a lot of uh book authors on that did you know very specific books like one was this lady that did a book all about uh vendor cart hot dogs which was mm. a lot more interesting than you expected oh, oh, no, oh i know about who you're as interesting about. as i would expect it's um uh jamie loftus that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's funny you're mentioning all these different shows and you keep mentioning people who are like, well, there there's like this kind of like incestual network of podcast people mm-hmm. there really is yeah so so for example you just mentioned jamie loftus who is on a podcast that i listen to frequently um or she's a frequent guest on the podcast and then kevin you had mentioned some uh someone who was also a frequent guest of the one of the podcasts that i still listen to which yeah. is Behind the Bastards. Oh, yeah, no, we're both huge fans of Behind the Bastards. Yeah, and and so Kevin, I, what's, the, what's the podcast that he listens to a podcast, and I recognize some voices on there from, because uh, I watch uh, some oh, yeah, more was, news. Oh, yeah, that was Behind the Bastards. Behind the Bastards. Yeah, they're on there frequently. Uh, Cody Johnston and uh, uh-huh. Katie Stoll. Yeah, no, they're great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've actually started watching some more news because of, behind the bastards and then the the guys who do that uh alex jones podcast knowledge fight they're yeah. on behind the bastards lot as well yeah they were on the alex alex oh, yeah. jones yeah. episodes of course you know you yeah. get, you, get you some stuff straight mm-hmm. from the source indeed but, but as far as like the podcast there's only really two that i listen to i mean i listen to ours like i i haven't finished the last um weekend weird where i was missing but as I was mm-hmm. listening to it, I was chiming in with jokes and there. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, there were some real bangers that you're never going to be able to hear. <laughs> um. Every time you're off, I, I always feel bad because you go back and listen. I just picture you like sitting there like a dog hearing a recording of its <laughs> it, lost it's just, master. It's, it's kind of mental illness at this point because I'll have a full on conversation with you motherfuckers while I'm listening. <laughs> oh, oh um, wow. No. Oh, God, we need to get you on some medication. <laughs> no, but um, no, as, as far as like the only podcasts i listen to right now um obviously behind the bastards i think uh right. for my money behind the bastards is the best podcast ever made um it's pretty darn high up there yes yeah yeah, yeah like, and i would i would 
yeah. I would probably listen to Behind the Bastards because I've enjoyed what uh, I've heard from Kevin when he listens to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I already have so many other podcasts I don't listen yeah. to that, you know, <laughs> I don't want another podcast yeah. I don't listen to. Well, and I, I usually save my podcasting uh, listening uh, when I'm working on illustrations or stuff because, you know, yeah. I'll have the yeah. podcast open <laughs> as I work in Photoshop. The only other podcast I'm listening to right now is the uh, Abroad in Japan podcast as well. That, that, that's about it. That's about okay. all I'm doing. I got kind of a list here. I'm listening to Greatest Generation actively. Uh, yeah. Behind the Bastards, I've been gradually going through the uh, back catalog, but I'm listening to the current ones, of course. Yeah. Uh, last podcast. Uh, I don't actually listen to us because I have to experience it and then edit it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really listen to us that often. Yeah, it's um, it, you know the same thing like with me like recording and editing. I don't really listen to the yeah. distraction hole because I have yeah. to s- listen to so much of it. And there are times where I have to listen to you guys over and over and over again <laughs> to make sure. <laughs> oh, the oh yeah, right. I've I know. Yeah, I've edited stuff before, and yeah, I remember that. You get yeah. sick of it. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like super active that I will listen to besides those, uh, is the F plus. Terrible things read with enthusiasm. I mean, it's just, it's old school. They read websites and forums and various other things uh, with overly dramatic readings that are terribly amusing. Uh, they they started off reading this stuff in, what was it, Mike? Like Counter-Strike or something? Oh, yeah, they, they like would... They would... Was it or is it Team Fortress? It was too? Team Fortress, yeah, and they, uh, like they would just do these whole shows, like in voice chat of Team Fortress mm-hmm. Two, and you know they just kind of graduated from there. Mm. Yeah, and they used to be on what was it called PortalofHell dot com? Was where they all met. Uh, Portal of Evil. Yeah, P O E. Yeah, Portal yeah. of Evil. Yeah, and, and also a lot of them are uh, something <laughs> awful alum too. Oh yeah, because, you know you couldn't just be on one thing. Yeah, no, it's hilarious, uh, the thread about the F-plus on something awful when someone will say something about an episode and one of the ho- one of the, <laughs> the readers will pop in and be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, and uh, besides that, really the Haunted Objects podcast. Yeah, I, when, I need when to that's continue watching that on season, YouTube. Yeah. When that's in season, it's great. Mm. So, really yeah. enjoy it. I mean, there's others I'm subscribed to, but I don't listen yeah. to as regularly, like What's It Called with Dave Ross and Caleb Sign, and that's just a funny one. They talk and then rename stuff. I, I, I do like, want to fit a spooky dice bag into my schedule, and then, of course, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll listen to Flag uh, for content, friend of the show, obviously. But, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I need to go back. It's just Spooky Dice Bag has a lot of episodes, and I got to finish catching up on others and I'm going to catch back up, which is terrible because I'm on the fucking show. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get it, man. I, I get it. Like There's only yeah. so many hours in a day. You know what I mean? Right. Speaking of, uh, Kick-Assetron threw a shoggoth at me this time uh, today and I'm just like, motherfucker. You know, they should turn that into a shirt. Get shoggoth, motherfucker. <laughs> that would be good. So you want to hear the podcast I'm subscribed to? Yes, actually. Yeah. So, um... The ones I have in my Google Podcast app, which Google's discontinuing those motherfuckers. What? They're rolling Man. it into Google, not Google, uh, YouTube Music. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, this is why I started to, listening on Spotify again. Trying to catamari everything together. Assholes. Um, but anyway, so 
So I have a Brad and Will make a tech podcast, which I really haven't listened to, but it's one of the guys from originally the Tested podcast. It's a Will Smith, not that Will Smith. Oh, I remember him, the Mm. the white Will Smith. Yeah, white Will Smith and uh, Brad Shoemaker. Kind of like white Christ. Yeah, but, you know, tech podcast right up my alley. Mm -hmm. Factually, you already covered that. Flag for content, I, you know, that was kind of a, you know. Not really pity subscribe, but a uh, wow. solidarity subscribe. Wow. Yes, a solidarity. God, I wish you hadn't said, I said that. That's why yeah. I said not oh, no. really not a pity. Not really. Okay, good, good, good. A well, we know who's never going to be a guest on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's oh only going to get two-thirds of the Supernatural Selection crew. Wow, so I don't remember how I became aware of this one, but free to a good home to... Two guys, Michael Hang and Ben Jenkins, invite their guests to trawl through the classifieds with them. That sounds fun. Knowledge Hmm. Fight, of course. Midnight Local. So that's a podcast from the the guy he... This uh, guy, he does a YouTube channel called How to Drink. Oh, yeah. He does bar stuff and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's him and his behind-the-camera producer... They're doing a podcast about like movies and stuff like that, just talking about bullshit, kind of like this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, QAnon Anonymous. <laughs> I love the title, QAnon Anon. Yeah, it's just talking about QAnon shit. You know, another one of those like a uh, like, uh, <clears throat> knowledge fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ran When Parked. That is the podcast from uh, Kurt J. Mack. Yeah, Kurt J. Mack and. Uh, Cone Dodger. Cone Dodger, yes. Yeah, two, two guys, uh, old school YouTubers. Uh, Kurt is a guy that does Farlands or Bust, mm-hmm. where several, like a decade ago or more, he started at his uh, spawn site in Minecraft and just started walking to the part where the game breaks. Yeah, back when that was a thing. Yeah, he's using an old version of Minecraft, so it's still broken. And uh, has been walking to the Farlands ever oh, since. Oh, it's over, wow. What? Yeah, uh, well, it says series one finale, so maybe you'll be back. But so there was there was a kind of car centric podcast because they're both kind of oh 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 the car podcast yeah. is oh over. yeah no no not Minecraft man Mine, my, not Farlands or Bust Jesus yeah. I was about Ranwin, to panic there Ranwin parked podcast it's yeah it. I was just looking at it for the description it says series one finale so maybe they're taking a hiatus or something I'd have to uh, maybe they're doing it like look, Brits maybe. Um, some more news, which there's some more news. They have their YouTube and episodes then even as, more yeah, news. as a podcast. And then they have even more news, which is a sh- exclusively podcast. Some more. This one's kind of aspirational. I'd like to listen to it more, but I don't. Uh, Star Talk Radio with mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, Mr. Buzzkill. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Buzzkill. But, you know, I mean, it's I understand science, it sucks. Man. It sucks when you're right. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Still. Look, I, I, you know, I grew up with Pluto as a planet as well, and I do. It's admit, not that. It's well, not that. It's just you know. Let me enjoy the movie, motherfucker. He, 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 come on. Like you don't point out shit things in movies. I do, but when I do it, it's charming. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this sh- really shitty podcast called Supernatural Selection. Don't oh, know why who that's the wow. fuck would listen to that. Jesus. Wow. The one I got from my, uh, from my Discord. Friends, uh, we hate movies. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be really good. And uh, another aspirational one I just have not listened to, but want to. Uh, writing excuses. It's uh, Brandon Sanderson's. Oh podcast. yeah. He's a uh, 
Brandon Sanderson, very prolific writer. He's about my age. He's a he's robot. Written, yeah. He's written more books than like ev- there's authors in their 80s that are like considered, you know, prolific authors that have not written as much as Brandon Sanderson. It, it yeah. reminds me of uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I, I've written more books than I've ever read. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's Brandon Sanderson in a nutshell. Like, look, during the pandemic, when he didn't have to go on signing tours and stuff, he accidentally wrote something like eight books. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, my I, pen slipped. Yeah, I think I no. saw a video where he kind of like unveiled that, and it was just funny yeah. how long that video went on. Oh, and by yeah, the way, like, there's this one and this one. It's like so I wrote one, so during the pandemic I wrote one book. Well, actually, it was two books. Well, actually, it was it was three books. Yeah, no, yeah. really, it was four books, and just kept going. I'm like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, no. You're, you're Mormon, aren't you? Supposed to be like having kids. Uh, I think. <laughs> yes, he does have a lot I of kids think too. This is his uh his uh. I think that's why he's doing it. The motherfucker's writing with the rhythm method. <laughs> well, I, I wonder Mike. if there's a refractory period for authors. I don't know. <laughs> I wish he'd bask in the afterglow for a minute. Jesus. Brandon, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry. I love you. but that calm. Yeah, you got to calm down, dude. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I got others on the list. Yeah. Like lore, I'll go back and catch up on every now and again. But there are times where, as much as I love Aaron Mankey's lore, there are times where I'm like, God, I want to hit you for some reason. <laughs> Just something about your voice <laughs> makes me want to hit you. Good show, though. Mm-hmm. Not the Amazon series, but the podcast. Mm. The Amazon series just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it it was a drama show. He provided some narration, and then the second season, they just abandoned all pretense of it being based on the podcast. That sucks. He wasn't even involved. I mean, that double sucks. Yeah, that's why I got canceled. Well, you know, swings and roundabouts, I guess. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And also, that same uh, podcast network that I turned down is still trying to get us to join. <laughs> the one with the... Uh, all the the preggy pal, the Prego Pals or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, they're still trying to get us to join. I thought they would go away when you told uh, told them our uh, subscriber numbers. Yeah, I thought so too. When I told them we had tens of subscribers, uh, but apparently not. Maybe their numbers are inflated. Maybe they're, num- maybe they're desperate. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'd be curious. You got to put me in the loop in that conversation. Like forward me what they're saying because I'm 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 intrigued sure. at this point. It a lot of it now seems like it's automated stuff, uh, but I'll I'll still <clears throat> find some and send them to you, and you can yeah. tell me what you think. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been distracting myself with is podcast and Star Trek. So now now here here's the thing. Before we started recording, we were trying to determine the order in which. We do things, and I, we decided that I was going to go first. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you completely <clears throat> fucked it up. Wow, this is like a, this is like a Ramones show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they like, I don't want to play down list. in the basement. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. I right. completely... I, I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything, because, you know... I'm always willing to flow. say something, because I love pointing out people's faults. God, I am a terrible human being. <laughs> well, I don't say anything because I know Kevin will beat himself up for the next five days. With yeah, I'm going to be doing that for the next few days. Oh, uh, no, it was funny. Oh, It yeah. was funny. Everybody's yeah. going to have a big laugh about it. Except That's you. Okay. You're going to feel bad about yeah. it. But everybody else I'm just going to 
I'm just gonna go be a flagellant in the corner with with my <laughs> mental whips. I mean, just 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 beat your meat about it then. You're gonna beat something. I'm gonna beat my meat so hard my legs gonna f- go to sleep. Jesus anyway, Christ. hey. So, David, do you want to go next, or Mike, do you want to go next? <laughs> I guess it's up in the air at this point. Jesus. So I guess I'll let David go since uh, <laughs> he's feeling a little uh, cock blocked. Yeah, sorry, I gave you blue balls <laughs> no, there. No, Pod it's okay. It was, it was fine. It was just it was very funny to me that we had gone through the effort to figure out yep. the order, <laughs> and I just completely forgot, <laughs> ran with it. Oh, boy. Optimus Prime, you led me astray. How could you? <laughs> I'm just plastic, boy. Oh boy. Um. So yeah. Um. I've plugged in about a hundred and seventy hours into Starfield, so I feel like I can accurately assess the game in its uh, entirety. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing it since launch pretty consistently. I haven't played in about a week because I finally kind of realized um, it needs a lot more work. Um, oh yeah. I mean. That's Bethesda. I mean, yeah, that's yep, fair. that is definitely Bethesda. Yeah, and, and that that's the thing. Like, it's a Bethesda game, right? Yeah. You know, for for all the interesting stuff that it does, it still has a lot of those faults. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I don't want this to be like just a bitch session about like what I want them to update or change, but yeah, um, yeah I, I do want to talk a little bit about like some interesting stuff. And I think at this point, spoilers are fine because we're far enough away. Um, so, um, I mean, uh, I, I, maybe we could start by you guys asking me questions about it. Is it fun? Yes. And no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) wow. So so, so (coughs) the initial thrust of the game is interesting. Uh, and I had a lot of fun. My favorite thing to do is literally just, uh, take, bounty missions or or search for like pirate strongholds and just kill pirates okay yeah, yeah no, that was one know, of the first missions in there yeah the, the game is at its best when it's a first person shooter which mm-hmm. it's not even that great of a first person shooter oh damn it, it, it's very basic it's very bare bones like the the only real gimmick aside from the weapons having um like special procs or whatever is mm-hmm. you know you have the jetpack and that can change yeah. things up a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, it just didn't grab me as much as like Fallout 4 did. I feel the same way. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I wish this was it's better. Just, it's Fallout a couple 4, steps back from Fallout 4, which is yeah, weird. Fallout 4 me- mechanically, it like, just. Ooh. Sorry, about Windows. That. Sorry about no, that. No, Fallout 4 mechanically. I mean, not saying Starfield's bad, but Fallout 4 was a better, mm. like, shooter. Like, mm-hmm. it just felt yeah. tighter. Like, I, yep. I don't think Starfield is bad at all. I mean, I, I didn't pay for it. I got it through Game Pass, so I got Same. my money's worth. I, I mean, I plugged a fucking 170 hours into it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do that yeah. with a game that's awful. It was um, good enough to play. It, it just, yeah. my issue with it is that it feels incomplete in a lot of ways. And I I'm assuming they're going to announce some, like you know, game season pass DLC and that probably the stuff that, you know, would have made it complete. Yeah. Like also from what I gathered from like the development history, um, the reason why I like the aesthetic of the game is the whole NASA punk, uh, NASA punk aspect where it's very yeah, like, right. It, it's meant to be fairly realistic. Um, and 
part of that in the original design for the game was that like resources were going to be very important to you being able to travel. Like if you were if you wanted to travel to the other side of this cluster, you would need to have some sort of mining facility for helium <clears> three. <throat> yeah. And that was supposed to be baked in and outposts were supposed to be more important in that regard mm -hmm. because you need uh -huh. those resources. At this point, outposts are useless. Like there's yeah. it, it's an interesting system that like you do nothing with and it doesn't even matter in the <clears> long <throat> run because of the new game plus system. Mm. And, and it's just all these little things that just feel like they just kind of stopped development just right. to get the game out there. Um, a lot of the faction quests feel the same way. Um, a lot of the yeah. quest lines and everything like that. Um, and then, like, I like the concept behind how they're doing the new game plus, but it just makes everything pointless in the long run, which, like, mm. it, it matches the narrative themes that, they're going with in the story. Um, so, so do you guys know how the new game plus works in this? So I, no. I've heard a rough sketch that <clears throat> it's basically a, uh, you, you, uh, what you call it? You shift realities. You, yeah, you, you step into, into a another, new universe. Yeah. And yeah, another new universe, but it's, but yeah. is it, but does it like reset everything to zero? So, so what happens is, um, in, in the initial story, you, uh, you end up encountering these people who are called Starborn, and they are other people who have traveled from other universes, and you find out that these Starborn are competing for these artifacts, and these mm -hmm. artifacts take you to the singularity that allows you to transition to another universe. When you step into the, the, the first time you do New Game Plus... Um, you you suddenly become starborn. So you get their, their you get their technology, you get their ship, and everything resets because you're in a new universe. And then sometimes the universe has little tweaks. Um, for example, um, sometimes you might run into a universe where you are already there, and you can get, recruit yourself as a companion. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, that is that is right. funny. So, so what I've heard is that the uh, the the first new game plus is actually handcrafted, but yeah. subsequent ones are random. Yes, yes, and there's like maybe I think like ten total different scenarios. My God. Uh, but even then, like, it doesn't change a whole lot because. The universe is basically identical. You can do the same quests over again. Mm -hmm. um, whatever whatever flavor that's involved with the new version of Constellation you deal with, that's about as much as it's limited mm -hmm. to. Um, so it's See, one of those they... things where, like, when I play, I number one, the grind in the game is ridiculous, um, especially with no. the artifacts. Because, number one, I think adding the powers was the worst decision that Bethesda did. Because you basically get, like, Dragonborn powers from Skyrim, but in Starfield. It just tonally mm. does not make sense to me. Gotcha. But I, I end up collecting all those freaking powers anyway because I'm a completionist, and it just bogs down the game for me. Yeah, I've heard that the temples you get them from can be a slog. 
Oh yeah, no, the temple. I I don't understand why they went with that mini game for the temple. It, it's yeah, basically I haven't, I haven't like, encountered I haven't encountered one myself, but this is what I've just picked up from the internets. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you're not really selling me on this game. <laughs> well, here. you know, and, and I'm kind of glad I didn't buy it. Well, you know, and here's the thing: like I'm bitching a lot about it, but again, I put uh, like a that he close to 200 hours yeah. into this game. You know, and, yeah, that's fair. And, and the other thing is, I'm also looking at it from the point of view of potential, like, say, 10 years down the line. Like, say, you know, Skyrim, for example, um, it, it launched fairly well, but ultimately it got better over time through, like, <clears throat> mods and uh-huh. changes. And, and I think that's... And the that's, anniversary edition and the, the yeah. special edition and all that stuff, yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen with Starfield. And um, I still play fucking... Skyrim yeah. because I am apparently on the spectrum. So yeah, well, yeah. no, and I, I think I think Starfield in the long run is going to be Skyrim. I, I think okay. that they're going to they'll like, fix it and yeah, mods will fix you, it. You know, and, and the other thing is, like again, I feel like part of the problem is so much of the game feels incomplete. Like for example, my one of my biggest gripes about the game is how inventory is managed. I did not like the inventory system at all when I yeah. played. So you don't know how much total stuff you have when you're buying from a vendor. Mm-hmm. You, there's no way of checking how much you have, you know, for example, on your ship, in your inventory, and then in the various lockboxes around the galaxy, you know, that <clears throat> it's, just, it's, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. They, you know, just, and the interface, it doesn't make sense why they only have two columns here. They could have easily done like six columns for the different figures. It's just it's it's right. strange. There's a lot so, of really weird decisions that they made. So I understand like some 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 uh not caveats or concessions. What I'm looking for some uh, compromises. No, uh, though I can't think of the word. Wankel rotary engine. Yes. But anyway, I understand some um, of the design decisions they made like like they're not being uh faster than light communication which i think makes things interesting yeah no that that Um, was cool but especially how it works with currency in the game but your ship should know like everything because like every all the inventory you have and even all the inventory you have in other places you know that's not going to change unless you change it so it should know yeah. And you have a fucking watch that could, you know, tell you all this shit. So it's, there's no reason to have that information not accessible to you, in, yeah. you know, at all times, like in merchant screens and yeah. things like or, that. Or even like planetary surveys. Like, um, yeah. just having to, to rescan the same fucking planets over and over again. Oh my you God, should, really? You, yeah, yeah. Like when you, when you go New Game Plus, like you lose everything. That's insane. Uh, so uh, any of your outposts, any of your ships, like uh, that stuff I understand. Yeah. But your your database of, you know, and then then also like the fact that there's well, no accessible database like if you if you're if you're playing in one universe for a while and you want to find a certain creature, you should be able to open up your fucking database and search for that creature. And they don't have that. Yeah. So what I would like to see is you be able to do that, but then find out it's wrong because you're in a whole nother universe and that shit just, you know, uh, 
Mandela affected differently. That would be cool too. I would love that. Um, like they you open your database, you say, "Oh, this this planet has you know the 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 freaking uh, moss mm. reindeer I'm looking for." <laughs> you go there and find out, "Oh, there's no moss reindeer here because you know this planet is now a barren wasteland." Because you know it's a different somebody, universe. Somebody pissed here once. Yeah, yeah. They, they they aren't that ambitious though. With, yeah, because uh, that, a, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the planets, it's a lot of procedural generation to very kind of like basic landscapes, and then yeah. there's maybe like a hundred points of interest that they they have total, mm-hmm. and you you'll end up running across the same places kind of like over and over again. Um, yeah. You know, so if I had to think about stuff that I want to see them fix, um, that I think would just make that that would solve a lot of my issues, um, mm-hmm. better <clears throat> inventory system. Let me tell you why that's not going to happen. Real quick, before you go to the oh, next yeah, one, go for it. Go for it. Because every every game Bethesda comes out with has a shitty inventory system, and ev- the first <laughs> mods to come mm-hmm. out. For yeah. every fucking game is an imp- it, the first two mods are improved UI and improved inventory system. No, no. Followed by tits. I was yeah. going to say that that's the first mod that comes yeah. out is tits on. No, insert li- animal here. No, seriously, it's always the menu and then the tits. Yeah, because well, you have to be able to store stuff, uh, the sexy clothes to put on your big boobed uh, avatar mm-hmm. or mud crab or a mud crab. Yes. Yeah. No, but but like you know, uh, like the Xbox doesn't have the mod stuff mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, I'm sure the modders are going to take care of a lot of the stuff for me if Bethesda doesn't. But like at the very least, they should go in and fix the inventory issue. Um, secondly, um, you should be able to save blueprints for ships. You may not be able to like carry the ship over, but you should be able to save the blueprint of a ship you designed. That way you can rebuild it when you move into the next universe. Yeah, I can mm. see that. Um, <clears throat> I think they should also generate, um, you know, if they're, if they're going to be patching this game in the future, like either through expansions or content patches, I think doing maybe like a dozen new points of interest with each pass or with each patch would really help out. And, you know, the, the points of interest don't have to be hugely elaborate because of the way that the um, outpost system works. You should just—they uh, should just be able to create, a, kind of create outposts like that. Throw some pirates or some cultists <laughs> in it, and then you know, mm-hmm. populate the list a little bit. Um, yeah. And I, I think those are the main things for me. It's again, I've like had a lot of fun with it, but now that Diablo has started with its second season, I'm back on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. I haven't really been looking back at Starfield because you know I think. Because I haven't even finished my first um, New Game Plus playthrough because eventually I just got, like, tired of that grind. Yeah. So, you want to hear a criticism I have? Like, I agree with a lot of things you said. Mm-hmm. Those are problems. But here's the thing. Like, so, so I think it's a problem with Bethesda, either its engine or just its uh, game design. And it was fine for Skyrim, which I'm assuming had the same problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine for Fallout series because it fits with its uh, kind of theme. But it's very evident in Starfield. The game world feels like there's about 400 people in it. Mm. 
like total. That's all the people that are in this world. Like it doesn't feel like thousands or millions. It feels like there's just a couple of hundred people in this world and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because when you read about like how many people are supposed to actually be in Aquila City, you're like, well, that doesn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I can I can deal with that. Like I can use my imagination. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just so barren. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like even, you know, things like I, I understand, you know, because, you know, Earth is all fucked up. But even like the moon or Mars, they it sounds like there should be more people and there's just like dozens of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that That is an and issue. I, I don't think. See, it almost seems like maybe they should have. Because they're like, oh yeah, there's a thousand planets to explore. Well, maybe cut it to two hundred and fifty planets and make them more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's kind of like uh, No Man's Sky. The problem with well, look another kind of cow, you know. Well, yeah, with No Man's Sky, it's supposed to be like you know, they're all <clears throat> things you're discovering mm-hmm. and things. So yeah, I, I mean, know, sure, st- you know what I mean. Though. It's it's yeah, you're finding this, you know. A, the same cow, but it has like a horn growing out of its asshole instead of its head. So, mm-hmm. oh, also the companions suck. That's most yeah. uh, Bethesda games, well, yeah. I think. But in you this know, one, I've heard it's bad. You know, at least in some of the other games, you can have like a companion who's a little nuts. You know, yeah, um, that like isn't gonna be morally uptight about things. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to play like a more like renegade kind of. Sure. Like, oh my god, the companions in this. Oh, that's See, that a, was yeah. That was an idea I had earlier. Like, uh, you were saying, you know, the moral thing is what I was angling mm-hmm. towards. So, it would have been really interesting if in New Game Plus they had kind of flipped it. So they had basically had you know they've had karma systems before, kind of have a behind the scenes karma system. Mm-hmm. and figure out, you know, where you lie in the spectrum, like either good or evil. And, you know, a universe you go to, it's basically flipped. So basically you're going to the, you know, Star Trek. You know, Everybody has a goatee, yeah. Yeah, you go to the evil universe if you're a good guy, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're, you know, if you're not murdering and stealing things all the time, you know, you, you're looked at suspectly and, like, killed on site. I, I don't know. I don't trust Bethesda to do anything. I like know. That I, don't, because I don't trust Bethesda, but I think that's an interesting idea. Oh yeah. That no. could go in a game in in, a, yeah. in another developer's hands. Totally. But like, you know, it's sure part of, part of the reason, like everything, the other thing about Starfield is it's very, um, vanilla. Um, yeah. You know, so for example, on Neon, that's supposed to be this drug addicted hedonistic. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, yeah it's I've never just, made it to Neon, but I've heard you know, what, what, stories. Yeah, what? so it's just like, for example, like the, the way that the game treats addiction and drugs is very just like PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> the the dancers are wearing this like weird full body spandex. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the way that the game treats uh, like sex, for example, is very like PG thirteen. Like- so it's like Star Trek Dangerous Planet. Yes, yes. It's it okay. feels very much like something out of Star Trek. And then I like I understand I understand Kevin that 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 d- dangerous drug planet in Picard was more gritty than this. Oh yes. wow. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is like um the the space pirate quest line, the the Crimson Fleet. Um 
I, the, the, the pirates themselves were awful. Like not <laughs> at all interesting. Um, just not, not good piracy. Which is, you know, it's like, you know, so if you want to play a pirate, you know, at least make it compelling for us. And they didn't really do that. Mm. I don't know, like all, all the all the storylines kind of there, there's only like two storylines, I think, were like legitimately like had me in their grasp. One was with the uh, United Colonies, um, the, the main storyline for that one. And then the other one was the uh, corporate storyline where you're like a corporate fixer that because that one was fun that one's a lot of fun interesting because i i mm. went with uh my character was like a cyber runner so uh, here i am doing like cyberpunk shit on uh neon and it was it was fun it was it was neat it was one of the highlights of the game for me the only other like real highlight that i do want to mention is i was in the middle of creating an outpost i don't know why i think it was farming something to make some weapons but um as I was putting together my outpost, all of a sudden one of my generators explodes. And then I find out that, oh shit, there's a band of 12 mercenaries on my position coming to get me. <laughs> and that was like the most fun I had in the game was all of a sudden like, oh, these guys are trying to gank me. Wow. And I wish there was more of that. You know, yeah. you know, all this talk of uh, Starfield really makes me want to go play Skyrim. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I don't blame you. Um, I, I think I think Starfield has a good future ahead of it, though. But not right now. Yeah, I, I think it's going to need a little work. Um, I know that the mod community is going to take care of a lot of that. But I yeah. really hope Bethesda realizes, like, oh, no, we, we need to step in and actually, like, fix the base product. Yeah. I think maybe they're, they went into this, like, relying on the modders to fix shit. They, uh, and, yeah, yeah, go for it, Mike. I was going to say, this This was, this was had a very long incubation time. I think it was just kind of a, you know, we, obviously we don't, we just had, you know, a Fallout product. Mm -hmm. We don't have a Skyrim product. This is next on the schedule. We just have to get it out. Now, and the, mm -hmm. the other thing is, they cut so much... The game was going to be a lot harder and a lot more survival oriented from what I've seen. That's what I've heard. I heard yeah. when it was first coming out. Because all the systems are in place. You can see these systems, you know, the way that the suit protection works, um, mm -hmm. the, the way that, you know, the whole outpost system, the, the fact that you would have had to have, you know, set up outposts to mine these materials. And I wish that was the version of the game that came out. Because um, the other thing is, um, the way that the game works, like when you land on a planet, you go through a loading screen. The game yeah. doesn't actually need to do that. I remember jumping onto a ship and the ship took off without me because I was going to I was going to take over the ship. Um, the ship took off with me on it. And I literally ended up going into space, orbiting the planet. And then the ship got shot by the United Colonies and I died. Um but yeah, so, there was no loading screen. I was literally able to go from the surface of a planet so, to space. Here's what I understand is some modders have. So, you know how on a planet that you're in kind of artificial, artificially defined areas, mm -hmm. you can't traverse between them. Mm -hmm. So modders have taken that out mm -hmm. and you can basically roam the whole planet. The yeah. problem is, is you start having memory leaks when it starts loading mm. too much and the game crashes. 
So I think these artificial like loading screens, because yes, early on they said, you know, seamless, you know, planet to, you know, space transition. So you think this, this is like a memory I dump? Think, I think this is Bethesda coding practices biting them in the ass. Yeah. Maybe they'll be able to fix it. Maybe modders will be able to fix it. But but yeah, it's it's kind of a purging memory to keep mm. the game stable. That's under, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. And, you know, the solution there could be, you know, well, maybe reduce the number of planets. I and I don't think it's a number of planets. It's just it's just I think it just once you keep streaming assets in and then you just kind of build all this uh this memory debt. Yeah. that you know eventually will come due. Um I it I think I don't, I don't think it's number of planets just so much as the number, the sheer number of stuff, and I don't think they've efficiently coded a culling mechanism that starts yeah. getting rid of that out of memory. You know, and I mean, I don't know. I'm not a coder, yeah. so but this is just from the stuff I've read. No, I mean I that makes about. sense. That makes sense. And and, I, and they could they yeah. could fix it. Like they could come out with a. <laughs> excuse Mike me. died. <laughs> come out with a, uh, you know installment one of the season pass is, mm-hmm. you know, infinite galaxy. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I know that I've like bitched a lot about the game here. Like I, I recognize, I that, think that, but I think it just, it just, uh, it's because I love speaks, it. Speaks, speaks to its underbakedness. Yeah. Like it, it's that, one of those things where it's like, I love the game. I see the potential and you know, it's just, I, I want the game to live up to that potential. Yeah. It, it all just sounds like you said, it's just, came out of the oven too soon yeah. yep it's a preemie yeah yep it is and unfortunately in today's you know economics that yeah. they kind of have to do that i mean look at cyberpunk it did the same thing yeah it came out way too soon just because econ- the economy said they have to otherwise you know they were going to be behind the curve yeah yeah so I, I do recommend the game, uh, especially if you're like on Game Pass, which yeah, you, um, I love Game Pass, for, by the way. Yeah, if you can play it for free, go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I would buy it now in this state. Full price? Yeah, it is kind yeah. of a big ask. Like if, if they drop the price um, or, you know, the game gets some quality improvements, yeah. quality of life improvements. Yeah, then, we, we yeah. will. If you listen to us, you know, we will probably revisit if there's a major patch yeah. like that and yeah you know, yeah and you know so. I, I also put in a lot of hours so i'm just also kind of taking a break from it but i, I oh, i'm yeah. gonna sure. see I, i'm sure i'll jump back into it like next month you know what i mean yeah sure why not yeah well uh that being said now that we've talked about that for a good bit we're gonna take a quick break yes, and please. come back and we'll talk to mike and we'll cover some of our segments so we'll be right back Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin, 
Yes, David. We just did. Welcome back. Now, before we get into Mike's thing, I just found something interesting that I wanted to share with you guys real quick. Now, in Star Trek, you you both are familiar with the fact that the Picard family has a vineyard and has mm-hmm. had a vineyard for centuries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to posit that Chateau Picard wine is shit. Probably. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because in the latest season of Picard, he keeps offering people bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Shaw says he's more of a Malbec man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worf calls it sour mead. <clears throat> Jordy says it's too dry. And his son Jack just straight up says, I would rather drink Jameson. <laughs> <clears throat> I think he has awful wine. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, because, you know, I... I think he's got coats <clears throat> deterred you know, they, <laughs> instead of coats their own. I mean, I'm look, there's, there's plenty of... When I hear people talk about wine and say, you know, notes of leather, I'm like going, wow, these people are I, crazy. Why would they want to drink something that tastes like leather? Look, I've had a good French wine. Yeah. And I like to think that Picard's probably tastes like uh, a dirty dish rag. Well, I, 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 I was also going to say, I find it comforting that like Picard, as like talented and as excellent as he is, him, him producing shitty wine is just like, no, that, that's good. That's good for his character. Well, see, you think it's the one thing think, he's bad at? I I think he's not actually like producing the wine because it, for a while there it was running without him. Yeah, well, and also, you know, I think I, I want to know who was running the damn vineyard after Rene died. I'm, I'm sure it was just, you know, the same pe- other people because Rene wasn't running it by himself. Oh god, no. It was it was just, you know, the next in line and they just kept running it for uh John Luke. Do you think he had an intramural <laughs> servants? Probably not. Okay, I, I but, think the best thing that come out of uh, the best thing that come out of Picard having a vineyard is lower decks with Boimler having a vineyard for raisins. <laughs> yes, a, a rainyard. <laughs> a rainyard. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed me again, Mike. All right. Speaking of Mike, what what have you been distracting yourself with? Uh, so I finished Ranma one half the TV stuff. Haven't gotten into the movies or, or OVA specials yet, but I now, finished that. Now, that one with the high jiggle factor that, that we were talking about, that we saw when we were younger, that was Niheo My Concubine, correct? I don't know. I have not... Look, I, I supposedly... I have not been able to find what I remember from that, what we watched. So, I don't know. It could be, but I'm not sure. Um. So... And also, I've watched the in, the first season of uh, Yuritsi Yatsura, the remake. Mike, I looked it up. It is uh, Rama one half the movie to Nihayo My Concubine. Well, I will get to that eventually. All right. Sorry. But, what, what did you Google? G- jiggly anime boobs? No, I just looked up Nihayo My Concubine and looked at the cover, and I'm okay, like, nope, okay. that's it. Well, I, I watched the like first couple of minutes and did not seem familiar at all, so we'll see. 
But uh, but no, watching those two, like, okay, admittedly, Yuritsu Yatsuro was the remake, but it is closely following the, you know, manga and TV show from the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Seeing those, just, you see so much, like, influence in what ev- came eventually from anime. Like, um, like all all these strong, you know, female characters with, like, horns have direct, you know, like, freaking, uh, Zero Two from, uh, uh, Darling and the Franks. She even, like, says Darling the same way that, uh, Lum did in Yuritsi Yatsura. Mm. I mean, it's just all this, like, strong heritage. I just never... Having never seen it before, now just like seeing it and like going, wow, this this is just where everything came from. It's like it's like growing up watching like modern American cartoons and never having seen Looney Tunes and going back and seeing Looney Tunes and then Mm. seeing where all that influence came from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's always funny to go back to the source and you're like, wow, uh, I guess everything I've ever seen is derivative. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody's influenced by what they've seen and, you know, the the, the media they've uh, ingested. Um, <clears throat> finally finished uh, the first season of Chainsaw Man. Which, oh, wow. How is it? How is it? I liked it. Um, it is. It got a little dark there. Like, I mean, obviously a series about devil hunters and who, which the devils are based on, uh, things people are afraid of. Mm. Um, so there's like, you know, spider devil and, you know, the chainsaw devil, which, you know, the titular character ends up bonding with Mm -hmm. and, uh, things like that. So yeah, there, like there was a character I was kind of shocked that died and I'm, wondering if it's like for permanent or not because all the other characters that died didn't have any like as much backstory but this character had a lot so I'm like going is this person really dead I'm kind of mm-hmm. bummed about it <clears throat> but we'll see mm-hmm. um let's see started last night on the uh so I'd watched the first season of Demon Slayer, enjoyed mm-hmm. it, um, and I finished it before uh, the movie came out, and I never watched anything past that. So I started the, what's basically, so basically there was the first season, and then there was the movie, and then there was the second season, which was basically the movie plus some extra stuff in there. So that's what I started last night. Right. In another, you know, another one, you know, uh kind of darker but still you know protagonist heroes trying to like fight you know evil and stuff like that now now are any of these like uh <coughs> their seasons have just recently started because there there are some shows i'm watching um, now that like their seasons literally just started i try to stay away from that like i start mm. i watched the first three episodes of a uh, spy family mm. I don't like that week to week grind. I like, I prefer mm, to have yeah. a season done before I start. That way it can like, I hate when I watch a couple episodes and then I hit a hard cutoff cause there's no more. 
Yeah, yeah, I, like, that's I, what I'm dealing with right now because I'm watching Spy Family as well, um, but also Rising the Shield Hero season three, and then I've heard um, about that. I need to go. Uh, that's Goblin Slayer list. season two. Yeah, also also on my list. But yeah, like if I hit the end of a season, it's less painful than you know that hitting the end of what's available, knowing well, do I want to download this every week? <clears throat> mm, mm. You know, do I want to stream this every week mm. and uh, <clears throat> just do that week to week grind, or do I want to like forget about it and try to, you know, start over? Not start over. Try to, uh, you know, wait for it to finish and then continue, or what? Well, I mean, it also kind of depends on the the show too. Like, I think Spy Family is okay week to week because it's basically a sitcom. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, so shows where it's, you know, kind of cliffhangery, I do mm-hmm. worse with. Like Spy Family, I could see that because it's, you know, very episodic. Mm-hmm. There Sometimes there'll be, you know, two-parters or something like that. But for, yeah. for the most part, they're self-contained episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having like, the, the, the issue of, like, the, the week-to-week thing isn't working for me regarding Goblin Slayer and um, yeah. Shield Hero, though, because those are very much like, um, you know... Uh, continuous plot cl- kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, continuous plot sort of thing. Like I'm, I'm enjoying them, but it's one of those things where it's like, ah, man, maybe I should wait for all the episodes. But then again, I can't wait because I love <laughs> both those series, so... Understood. No, I understand. There's a lot of shows that I've been like that with, and it gets me mad that I have to wait. Yeah, and the thing is, like, um, you know, I I have, like, my anime day where a bunch of my series are up, and then I I watch those episodes, and then Mm -hmm. uh, if I need to watch anything else, if I want to watch any other anime, I just go through my Lupin the Third collection, because I'm right now working my way through all five Lupin series. Wow. Now, are you watching the subtitled or the dubbed? So for series two, I am watching the dub because the dub is fantastic. Well, it the guy that plays uh, Lupin is the voice of Rick Hunter from Robotech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, and he has been playing him since the get go and is still playing him oh, all oh, the yeah. way up to yeah. Lupin the Third, the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is an amazing movie, by the way. I um, need to see it. it. It is really good, but also um, like. The, the newer series, like, well, okay, not when I say newer, I'm talking about, like, uh, shows 3, 4, and 5. Those weren't dubbed, from what I can tell. So mm. um, I'm, I'm watching those subbed, but... Gotcha. Um, the, the third series is rough. Not my yeah. favorite of them, but, like, holy crap, 4 and 5 are amazing. Like, I love the art style. Um, like, the closest it's ever been to like monkey punches art. It's fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I highly recommend, um, at least doing, um, loop on the third, uh, the fourth series. Uh, I think it was around 2015. And then they also did some fun, um, mini series. Uh, they had Goemon's blood spray and, uh, they also did a series called a woman called Fujiko mean, um, which is amazing. I've heard of that one. Yeah, it it's is. From, it is really good. Yeah, yeah, and th- those mini series tend to be the darker ones, um, hmm. but like it's still very recognizably like Lupin the Third. Okay. Yeah. 
So, uh, other thing, Lower Decks is currently in its uh, fourth season. Enjoying yep. that. Yep, yeah. having a lot of fun. I love that they did an episode about caves, and they reused the same cave set in every yeah. flashback as a <clears throat> joke about them reusing the same cave set in every <laughs> fucking episode. Yeah, it was that cave set that has like the lower level and like a kind of some natural quote unquote steps leading up to an upper mm-hmm. level. You've seen it probably in throughout next generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely a reference to a fantastic but, fucking But they talked about uh yeah. you know, everyone had like a cave story and every cave story flashback was set in the same cave, just lit differently with different, yeah. you know, props. As supposed to be on a different planet. Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. it was yeah. a kind of meta humor I love. Because you know in animation they could have they could have drawn the cave completely different, but mm-hmm. you know, it was a joke. Yeah. Um uh, one of my favorite references this season of Lower Decks, and it's it's kind of like a lazy reference because they're just referencing a title of something, but it was uh, Parth Ferengi's Heart Place. Yes. Again, like yes. it's a lazy reference because the show itself, the the episode didn't really have anything Had to nothing, do. Yeah. Yeah, but like just the, the pun for the title or whatever. I appreciate yeah, it's a reference yeah. to, uh, yeah. I thought yeah. that was great. I caught mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Also, it was just good to see Rom again. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I like baseball. Rom and his uh, <laughs> Dabu girl wife. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, been watching uh, Loki season two. It's all right. I, no, I don't have a problem need with to it. Get back on that. I finished the first one and haven't gone back. We we, we should like do a Loki uh, powwow. Um, oh, that's probably not the right word here. Um, but we should do like a Loki a discussion. Yeah, confab. Next week. Like, I'm really enjoying it, but then again, I love timey-wimey shit. Yeah. Um, like, the, the most recent episode, though, that was, like, my favorite so far because, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that next week. Yeah. I think Ke- next week Kevin, we, we you catch up and we'll, we'll talk okay. about it. Okay, we'll talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah. Let's see here. I haven't played many games, really. There's kind of, like, dabbled in some, <laughs> not yeah. really, like, mm-hmm. put nose to grindstone on any games. Need to get back to like Starfield or what was the other game I was playing? Jeez, I don't know. Power um, Wash Simulator. Yeah. I finished Power Wash. I'm waiting for the yeah, Warhammer. Kevin, Kevin has hundred percented Power Wash, and he wants the DLC. Yeah, I need. I want to clean Terminator Power Armor and the DeLorean. Bring it. Um, I don't know. I guess that's about it. Other than you know, working on. A friend's laptop to have it currently disassembled and gutted or all the way around my uh, workspace here. Are you going to lick the inside and then not tell him so that you know you licked the inside, but he doesn't? Well, he's selling it, so, you know, not really. If he's going to keep it, sure, I would, like, put a little bit of me somewhere in there, but, you know, <laughs> he's selling it on, so it, the the the, the uh, motivation's not there. Yeah, you Chaos don't want to flick that on someone else. Chaos True. Magic. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, that's about everything I can think of. Okay. Well, that was Mike's oh. medley. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mike's keep, we, medley. We, we were running pretty long, so I figured, yeah, don't oh, need to take cool. up a whole lot of time. Yeah. No, we, we don't have to worry about time limits here. We're, yeah. we're good. We're good. I'll Again, I'm not sure. worried about it, but I'm like going, ah, I don't have to pad. So why not? Why Shows pad? will be as long as they have to be. Until morale improves. <laughs> yes. Yes. Until morale improves. Uh, so, David. 
Mm-hmm. I would love to know some birthdays because now we're recording this on Sunday, October twenty. Well, yeah, October twenty second, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, that was my father's birthday. Oh, and that's uh, you know just something I wanted to throw in there. I miss the old man. Oh, I, I think you'll be pleased with some of the birthdays we have uh, today. Okay, well, let's uh, go. So, top of the list here for us is Bob Odenkirk. Oh, hey! Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I still remember when he was on the Ben Stiller show. Mm-hmm, but, uh, yeah, no, he's... His career has really blossomed from Mr. Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I loved Mr. Show. But oh, like, God, yeah. yeah. No, the, the fucking, uh, the one where... It was the, the, the metal band, and the kid jumped into the vat of acid. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats like a Bob Odenkirk, God damn it. Yeah, no, I he, he has the best God damn it in the business. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, we have Christopher Lloyd. Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd, I, okay, I cannot explain how obsessed I was with Back to the Future uh, when I first started high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I adore Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Oh, my God. Did I tell you the Christopher Lloyd story about when he was here in Jackson? Mm-mm. Okay, one of our friends was uh, working at a local con, and Christopher Lloyd was there, and so was Lou Ferrigno. And a mix-up happened where someone, uh, where Lou Ferrigno wanted turkey. So they brought him a turkey sandwich. And he didn't want the turkey sandwich. So I oh. want three pounds of turkey. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the what I understand is he wanted, you know, X amount of turkey, half pound, pound of turkey, but he still took the sandwich. Yeah, took the sandwich. It mm-hmm. was like, but I want just turkey. So yeah, mm-hmm. and it turns out the sandwich belonged to Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> And uh, this is heavy. Yeah. No, no. The so the, the the guy that, you know, was the liaison or whatever goes and tries to get turkey but can't. So he's talking to one of the people backstage and someone comes in, and he's like, Where's 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 the sandwich? This is Christopher Lloyd's sandwich. He's like, Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't It wasn't it labeled. It wasn't labeled, so uh Lou Ferrigno wanted turkey, so I brought it to him. And so they're like, all right, well, this thing's happened. Yeah. So but when they went to go tell Christopher Lloyd. It turns out that every... Well, conven- no, no, you, you got to say it, Kevin. They well, go tell Christopher Lloyd. And what's Christopher Lloyd's reaction? Christopher, he said, I'm sorry, Mr. Lloyd, you you got Ferrigno'd. Like Lou Ferrigno <laughs> ate your sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> Lou Ferrigno ate your sandwich, and he goes, that motherfucker. Because apparently... <laughs> Every convention they do together, Lou Ferrigno steals Christopher Lloyd's fucking turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I just love the, I just, Christopher Lloyd, motherfucker. Yeah, like, who, who told us that story? Uh, <clears throat> Where do we get that story um, from? Uh, a friend from Louisville. Oh, wait a minute. He's, a, he's the one that told you? Oh, okay. Yeah. But nonetheless, great so, story. I thought I, I thought I heard it from a more close source than <laughs> nope. that. Nope. Well, we also have another big birthday today. Jeff Goldblum. 
Wow. A lot wow. of yeah. birthdays. I guess uh, life, uh, life finds a way. Or at least the uh, sperm did. I think does, he may, uh, in fact, be one of the Fae. Find a way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think I described him as a <clears throat> Fae in one of our episodes. Yeah. And, and I uh, think they did that also on an episode of uh, Haunted Objects. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, got crossed uh, with a fly. Uh, <laughs> God, that is a long oh, God, way he's to gold go blooming. for that. <laughs> uh, um, he's in right. gold bloom. All right. Oh, Why God. do I have uh, blue fur? No, one of my favorite things about him was uh, that Celebrity Secrets thing he did on Conan, where he said people often ask me, is it pronounced gold bloom or gold blum? And I say, how dare you speak to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Spike Jones. Uh, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Damn, I still want to punch him for meeting for being John Malkovich. Mm. Uh, this would have been uh, the birthday of Annette Funicello. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, director Jan Debont. I'm not familiar with Jan Debont. Director of uh, Speed. Oh wow! I love Speed mm-hmm. actually. Um, January sixth participant Jay Johnston, who was also on Mister Show. Oh, oh that that that's uh, uh what's his name the Italian guy right the yeah, one yeah, from he, Bob's Burgers yeah right? yeah 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 um Jim, uh, Jimmy guy. Pesto Jimmy Pesto yeah it just fuck it, that it's guy. the most fucking Jimmy Pesto thing in the world that Jay Johnson was on January sixth yeah it, I mean yes it was like when I heard that I was like wow life imitates art mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh, also would have been Curly Howard's birthday. Oh man, that's a he's a classic. He hey Mo, tr- hey Mo, hey Mo. I'm going fishing. You got worms? Yeah, but I'm going anyway. And um yeah, and then uh you, you gentlemen enjoyed weird science, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's also uh Suzanne Snyder's birthday, and she of course was oh. um yeah, Deb. Was that Lisa? Yeah. No, Deb. Hubba, hubba. No? Wait. Who was she? Uh Deb. Deb, who's Deb? That? Well, one of one of the um one one of oh. the the girls that um, oh uh, one of the, I think the, the, the one, the one um, oh one of the girlfriends yeah yeah okay uh, like okay. When, when you yeah, mention when you mention weird science everybody thinks of Kelly LeBrock but um, yeah. oh yeah okay I, I don't right. remember yeah. her yeah. she she helped make me a man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those are uh, the birthdays you know <laughs> some some big ones on there yeah no really so, some some one. favorites yeah. Yeah, those, definitely those big names. <laughs> mm-hmm. October just pushing up the uh, the celebs, Get, mm-hmm. getting your celebrity birthdays pushed in. Well, you know, uh, cold February is like one of the coldest months. You know, you got to keep warm yeah. somehow, and then that leads yep. to babies. I have, I have a, later. yeah, I have a uh, an uncle whose birthday is in October, so mm-hmm. you know, we know what my grandparents are doing. Oh, oh God, <laughs> I don't want to think about your yeah. grandparents. Jeez. Yeah, just, I want to think about grandma. my grandparents. And Kevin, no. Kevin, also remember he is a uh, very autumn baby. Like his, who is? By my youngest uncle. Oh, okay, him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so his parents were really old when they were. Going I know at they him. were. I don't like. I said I don't <laughs> want to think about your grandparents slamming. <laughs> I want to think about my grandparents slamming. No, I'm kidding. I'm I don't kidding. think you guys heard me mention cream pie grandma earlier. So oh, my wrong. God. <laughs> shut up. Well, well, my grandparents were Catholic, so they were practicing the rhythm method. Oh, oh, so they had the breed kink. 
Yes. Yep. <laughs> wow. Fuck. Oh God. Literally. It must. I mean, considering the length of time between the second to last kid and the last kid. Oh yeah. I mean, they they yeah. must have just got drunk or something that night. On communion wine. Yeah. They were in the confessional. Hey, baby, why don't we push these beds together and see what happens? I just picture the priest sitting there going, oh, yes, this is so hot. This is the hottest <laughs> thing I've seen in years. That sounds like a subgenre of, like, glory hole videos that you could probably, like, make a lot of money on. Shit, that's not Con- a bad idea, actually. Right? right? Confession hole videos. Confession hole. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Christ. Yes, Literally. <laughs> oh, do fifty Hail Marys, you dirty bitch! I, 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 I've, I've sinned, and I'm about to sin again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh God. Well, let's do a game, shall we? Okay, that sounds fun. That I sounds have... cleaner than what we're doing now. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> so I, I got to thinking about this, and I don't have an answer for it yet. I'll, I'll go last. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, hypothetical situation: you get isekai'd. Mm-hmm. You get hit by truck coon, mm-hmm. and you wake up uh, in an isekai situation. Wait, yeah. you wake up in another universe. Yeah. What universe do you wake up in, and what are you? Um, is it? You can be human, and we get to decide. Like, well, like if you had your druthers. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> um, got any thoughts, David? I mean, the initial impulse is a harem anime, but I'm not going to go there. Um, you, you'd want to wake up as Tenchi, admit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, you know... I mean, um, like, if yeah. I was going to choose an anime, yeah, Tenchi. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, do, we, do we wake up just as ourselves just well, over there? Well, that's a thing. You can either wake up as yourself, you can wake most, up as a vending machine. Because I was yeah. reincarnated as a spider. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You can be anything. I was reincarnated as Christopher Lloyd's turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh my god. That <laughs> motherfucker. Um so can, can, I mean can I, you... I can go. I, I can go. I think um... Sure. Well, how about a flipping question first? Can I be reincarnated as uh, Scarlett Johansson's pants? <laughs> I, it, you could be reincarnated as one of her character's pants. No. no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Not Black Widow? Wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was just, like I said, it was a flippant question. Like okay. my my initial impulse is, um, I, I would like to be reincarnated in the world of One Piece as a pirate, but also I realize that the world of One Piece is a post-apocalyptic hellscape of uh, like a really evil government that controls everything. Um, so it would yeah, be but, pleasant, but, but at least would you be want a pirate. your ass kicked by no, Luffy? But but if your heart's pure and you ate a devil fruit already, you're golden. Yeah, no, I, I think being a pirate would be fun. Um, you can you know, at I, least join the Straw Hat crew. Well, I I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm Straw Hat material, but maybe the Straw Hat Grand Fleet or whatever. But you know, it also sure. makes you wonder, like, well, what would the devil fruit be? And uh, I don't really have an answer for that. Are we making One Piece sonas now? <laughs> I think that would be fun. I think we should come up with our own like crew. I was thinking about that earlier today, actually. Wow, that's like, funny. Yeah, um, but no, I, I think you know, as far as the world of One Piece goes, um, 
Yeah, even though it is like uh, a post-apocalyptic hellscape in many regards, um, I think it would be fun to be a pirate. Well, in One Piece, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, you know, a real Somali. pirate, you just have skirt. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Somali pirate piece. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to be king of the Somali pirates. Okay, I'm wrong for that, so. Uh, Mike, how about you? Problem is, it comes it comes back to my standard answer of what, you know, fiction I'd like to be in. I mean, I I think it's always going to come back to Star Trek just because it's like a decent place. It's like a post-scarcity utopia. You know, I could I could be, you know, some Joe Blow living on Earth and, you know, be pretty good. Or I could, you know, be in Starfleet and be doing cool shit and maybe dying in a transporter accident. But mm. who cares? Sure, it's still Star Trek. Yeah. You know... Mike, I'm hmm. gonna I'm gonna give you one uh, addition to that. Yeah. If it were to go bad, I would say you'd get reincarnated as any object Riker uses on the holodeck. Oh god! As his chair, oh. <laughs> just just constantly covered. Now, now see, I, I think Mike has to pick an anime because that's like I why think does the Mike central... have to pick an anime? Mike's well, a yeah. huge Star Trek fan. Well, yeah, I, I mean, okay, okay so yeah, if I was... like, Star Trek is a fine <clears throat> answer, but like, I think you know, if we're dealing it's with it's also like, kind of guy. boring and no. Yeah. All right, so an anime, hmm. The Jiggly episodes of Ranma. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. See, it's more fun that way. <laughs> Um, geez, I guessing it would have to be something more like, you know, shown in like, like showing up in, uh, just some romance anime probably would be, you know, boring because it'd just be normal. But but even like a a cozy, comfy anime, even then it's just like, no, it's, this seems like enjoyable. I don't know. I mean. Just because I've already I've seen it recently, like you know, Yuritsi Yatsura, that's like a bananas ass, you know, mm-hmm. world where like aliens are just like horny and doing shit all over the place. Oh, there you go, horny aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally with horns. Yes. Yeah. Both yeah. horn, both with physical horns and libido. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. There you go. All right. Well, you got two there, and that's fine. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, me, I'm gonna do two here. I've got like <clears throat> an anime answer and a non-anime answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go with the non-anime answer. First off, uh, Wheel of Time. You'd be version. dead. Yeah, no, I'd be <laughs> dead as hell. I'd be a dead motherfucker. That's fine. It'd be fun for a few minutes at least. No, it'd be like dirty, fucking, you know. <laughs> well, I, I look. Here's the thing: if I get to be there, I get to say I'm I'm not dead automatically. <laughs> you, well, yeah. You, you wake up, you're like, ooh, wheel of time, and then oh no, oh, you're Kevin. Oh no, I'm shitting in a bucket. <laughs> you're 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 either a peasant or you know you're you're a channeler, and you get to go mad. Or, or. I join one of the armies. And you die. And then die in battle. Yeah. (coughs) Kevin, Uh, I love you, but you're not a fighter. No, that's true. I join one of Rand's schools. 
There you go. I just I just coast on good looks. <laughs> and by good looks, I mean I don't have any like obvious deformities, so I'm already a catch. Oh, true, yeah. Like I don't have and, I don't have jug ears, and I, my nose isn't the size of a tomato, so uh, I'm I'm already a step ahead of half of the unnamed cast. And you you have you have like basic knowledge of stuff like you know steam power and stuff. You could probably like make some advancements there. Oh, it could certainly cause an explosion that would scald someone. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, but as for anime, mm-hmm. uh, I got to thinking. <clears throat> that uh, Dragon Ball would be fun, but I remember how many times everyone on the planet Earth is fucking decimated and has uh-huh. to be brought back by the Dragon Balls. <laughs> right. Like, how about no? Fucking no. Uh, and then I was like, why not just Tenchi Moyo? Yeah. Because, I mean, like... It, more ho- horny aliens. Well, yeah. it's more of just like, I like the characters. You know, and they're they're yeah. horny aliens. Yeah. God damn it, Mike! Hey, I, I, never discount the uh, power of horny aliens. I think I have a second answer. It's another anime, but um, I what's don't know. that? Honestly, uh, the world of Lupin the Third. Because again, like I'm not rich. He's not going to steal shit from me, and I could just read about the cool shit he does in the newspaper. Oh. Yeah. It'd okay. just be like living. It'd a, be like living my life, except it's like, oh, every week, it's hey, a loopin's this, out this there. crazy motherfucker no, no. is doing something cool. I think, I think if since it's an isekai, you'd have to come back as at least a uh, supporting character. I come back as uh, officer working with Zenigata. Oh God, <laughs> that would be entertaining so hear, as hell. All you ever do is see him say loopin. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm the I'm the dude driving the the cop car, following Look, him around. Uh, yeah, the one that gets uh, smashed into a telephone it's, pole. It's an isekai, so you're getting screen time. You're at least getting like you know, you know, ten minutes every season of screen time. Okay, so I'm Zenigata's driver. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know that's actually not a bad one. Honestly, yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, you you get at least one moment a season. That would be pretty cool, actually. Man, I'm jealous. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Fine. Uh, Bubblegum Crisis, then. Oh, God. That's, oh, that's, no, that's corporate awful. hellscape uh, dystopia. Yeah, but the night sabers are out there. Well, I mean, at least I get to look at Fujiko. So I, I, I win. Yeah. Sure. Oh, they, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin gets to look at, you know, girls in uh, battle armor. What's wrong with that? No, uh, it's just not yeah, as fun. Uh, except when you ask them to step on you, they might kill you. Yes. Mike, you're the one with the bubblegum crisis poster hanging on the wall right next to you. Yeah. Well, she's half, like, out of the armor, so, you know. And it's hot. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's about it for this week. That was fun. So, it was. It's good to be back, gentlemen. It yes. It is. It's good to be back. Back in the saddle again. Yeah. So... Uh, we like to end the show with a bit of a positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, this week, I'm just going to close with, you never know how many people's lives you're going to affect positively just by being there. Aww. So remember that. Oh. Yeah. That's so, sweet. yeah. 
<clears throat> I thought long and hard on that one. No, I like it. I like it. Um, usually we're kind of jokey with it, but like, no, I, I think, you know, yeah. it's been a while since we've done this. It's it's good. To, a little sincerity never hurt. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, a little reference to uh, an, another podcast I used to listen used to listen to before it ended. I'm glad you're alive. Oh. So I'm glad you're there, alive. I'm glad every one of you that's listening is alive. And Mike, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad I'm alive, too, because, you know, I got a lot of shit I want to do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. pay part of the rent. Yes, that, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Good luck climbing out of the <clears throat> distraction hole. And we we'll... put you firmly in it. Yep. There's Feel mud at the it. bottom, or at least we think it's mud. It's We've been in hole. here for a while. It's poop hole. It's... <laughs> questionable what this uh, muck at the bottom is, but, you know. It's a poo-poo mud hole. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Goodbye.